And this is my second sidebar going even deeper into the Inception sidebar in saying that I got beef with Rachel Jones because we... It has been too. You started full... recording this, and that's how you <laughs> yes, said this. And I, I said, I am nervous. Yeah. I'm this going is how to the I started, office. and we were, we're already 18 minutes in, and this is yeah. how, this is how long. <laughs> what are we so doing? we've gone two episodes without saying that Rachel Jones of the Theater Nerds host is going to see Shocked <laughs> on Broadway. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 65 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your babysitter's high school production of Noises Off Junior, you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right! You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rachel's doing her best goofy impression, I guess, this week. Oh, that's right. <laughs> or Tony the Tiger? I don't it know. Just, it so, really happens. I don't know yeah. what's happening. No, I love it. I love it. We're in the animation studio right now. Yeah. To find out more about the Theater Nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing the best Tony hosts. Oh, best Tony hosts. Now you're Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I'm Mickey saying the best Tony hosts. I think Mickey should host the Tony hosts. Rachel. My gosh. Okay. Here we are. We're here. We're here. I am very tired. Yes. (laughs) That's all you guys need to know. I hope you guys don't hear it in my voice. I'm coming off a three day in a row working 12 hour shifts. So here I am. Yikes. It's trying to stay in a lab. Stay in a lab. Is that an amusement? I don't know. Um, Um, I'm sure it is. Yeah. So we are here. It's already May. Happy May, everyone. I know. Yay. As of recording. It's gonna be May. But as of recording this, though, it is T minus 24 hours from the Tony. I'm not recording this since this comes out. No, we're we're seven days away from the Tony. I know, but I meant to say not recording. I meant this is releasing. (laughs) Maybe take that again. Uh, Rewind. Rewind, rewind. As, of, <laughs> as of releasing this as of right now listening in your ears well that depends if you listen on the day it comes out but anyway yeah. monday release day we are one day away from one the day more. <laughs> from 
the Tony (laughs) announcements for Tony noms. And that's right. Taylor, I think that this leads right into our new segment that we've coined. What's the buzz? buzz? I once again have yet to hear from our little peanut gallery about. Yeah, like what's happening? Yeah. As of recording this, that episode has only been out for 24 hours. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, well, on, I guess y'all. a little more I than know what you hours, know. But yes. I know you so know. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully we'll Here it is again. From... Here's the jingle. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 What's the buzz? Tell me what's wonderful wonderful um (laughs) we gotta pause for time here we gotta pause for the jingle pause for the jingle um what i was gonna say as well since we're talking about this what's the buzz segment is for the next month of theater nerds we will be doing tony centric episodes until leading up to the tony awards we will also do a predictions episode we will do a reaction episode after the Tony Awards. All the things will all be happening. Um, yes. So you guys can soak in all this Tony Awards goodness. And then we're just never going to talk about it again afterwards. So. <laughs> Please don't let this um, deter you yeah. if you're not a Tony Awards person. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. But this is a big time for theater. Big time for Broadway. Big yes. time for theater nerds. So like we us. are going to... Soak it up and this is soak our up the marathon sun. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. So because of that, I think the first okay. thing we can start on were today, officially for our what's the buzz. Today, as of yeah. recording this, the yeah. Drama League Awards nominations were announced. Yes. Super fun. One thing you should know about pre-Tony Awards is that often Oh, these are the drama always, desk. These are the oh, drama desk. Oh, this is the drama awards. desk. But often these uh, awards are a prediction, not but not always, uh, of what is most likely going to be nominated and then even potentially win uh, for the Tony Awards all all around. So it's not always a prediction. It's not what it's not always a correlation, but it has had some correlation Mm. in the past. Mm. Yes. Well, I think we're so there's a distinguished performance award, which is basically a bunch of names of actors and actresses that for shows and they're all lumped into one um, award. And then they pick I think they pick a female and a male or do they pick just one? I think they pick just one, actually, for the distinguished performance award, because I know one year in the past, it says here. I think um, Ben Platt won for Dear Evan Hansen, and uh, I think yeah, it's they... one artist a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I think they pick yeah. one. And or uh, one Lin-Manuel. play and one musical. Yeah. So there's a but bunch of names on one. here. Things like people, of course, like Annalie Ashford for Sweeney Todd, Sarah Bareilles for Into the Woods, Rachel Brosnahan, The Sign at Sydney, Brun Brewsting's Window. Which did they even have time to see that? I guess they did. Um, <laughs> Darcy Carden for the Thanksgiving play, Jessica Chastain for A Doll's House, which looks amazing. Um, Patina Miller yeah. also for Into the Woods. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Michaela Diamond for Parade, Josh Groban for Sweeney Todd. I mean, there's a bunch of names here. Alex Newell Oh, yeah, Alex Newell, who... Man, what if they gave it to Alex Newell? They're probably who do you, who do you think they're gonna give it to? I mean, one performance out of all of these people. Uh, my bet's on one of the following: Ben Platt, Jessica Chastain. You think they're gonna give it to Ben Platt again? Or I don't I don't know. Or Annalie Ashford and Sweeney Todd. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is Ben Platt on here? I don't see his yeah. name. I'm I'm not losing my mind, am I? Wait, I'm right looking... here on the website. Nominees. In the very end, it says Babe, New Earth, and then Ben Platt underneath Audra McDonald. Am I wrong? It's alphabetical. I'm looking. He's not on the list that I'm looking at. Well. <laughs> Wait. Okay. That's so weird. Well, maybe he's not nominated. So I'm going to go with Annalie yeah. Ashford and um, what did I say before? Jessica Chastain. Although yeah. Oscar Ooh, Isaac, in... yeah, there's yes, yes. six categories or mm-hmm. how many? Seven. Sorry, seven. There's outstanding production of a play, outstanding production of a musical, outstanding revival. Wow. Outstanding revival of a play, outstanding revival of a musical, and then outstanding direction of a play, outstanding direction of a musical, and then the Distinguished Performance Award. I don't see Ben Platt on this list either, on another one. So, wow, that's kind of crazy that they nominated Michaela, but no Ben Platt. Because I feel like he's like the face of the show. Can you be nominated? Can you be nominated twice? Oh, let me see here. The league also. Oh, it says here the league also acknowledges acknowledges previous distinguished performance award winners ineligible Mm. to win this honor again. Ineligible to win. So these are people like Danny Bierstein, Norbert Leo Butts, Neil Patrick Harris, which is funny that that he's in the conversation. Nathan Lane, Audrey McDonald, BB Neworth, and Ben Platt. There we go. Okay. There we go. We got there. (laughs) Amazing. So I'm going with the. So who do you think is going to win? I think Mm -hmm. Alex Newell is in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think Annalie Ashford is in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. That was. And then, I mean, are there really any. Is there really anyone else? I feel like maybe. I, I mean, feel like you're leaving out most of like Jody Comer. Like I just feel like yeah, this Jody is the Comer, year for plays. Yeah, Jody yeah. Comer. The play I mean, category of the Tony Awards is going to be freaking insane. Yeah, but also the revival. It's like the plays and the revivals. I know. Yeah. So and then maybe Jessica Chastain because she has been getting some great um, buzz around that. Yeah. Speaking of buzz. Yes. Okay. Should we talk about the outstanding direction of a musical? What's happening in there? Yes. So there we have um, Lelina Blaine Cruz for Dreaming Zenzel and a White Girl in da- in White Girl in Danger, mm-hmm. which White Girl in Danger is um, Michael R. Jackson's new show. Newest musical. Yeah. Yes. Lear de Bassonnet. From Into the or Woods, Into who the wood. it will be in another story that I'm going to talk about here in a, in a, oh. in a little bit. Um, Tommy Kale, Sweeney Todd, Casey Nicholas, I'm Like It Hot, Jack O'Brien, Shucked, 
Ooh. Let's share Camelot and Susan Strom in New York, New York. What a crazy that, that direction of a musical because it's going to be five for the Tonys. So I feel like it's going to mm-hmm. be Tommy Kale. Jack O'Brien, Bartlett Share, Susan Stroman, and Lear. Those are the five, right? I mean, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we will because see. Because you also, yeah, I mean, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. This I is could crazy, see, though. I could see Tommy Kale taking this. I could mm-hmm. see Susan Stroman. I don't think it's going to be something like Jack O'Brien, even though Shucked is, like, no, yeah. a favorite. Because it's, I don't, I mean... I think like something. I like think the Casey book. Nicola might get this. Casey Nicola could get it because he did actually go into the show, so he's like, mm-hmm. could he be nominated for like best featured actor? No, I think I <laughs> I, I, I think that the I think Some Like It Hot will be nominated for quite a few things. I think, but for the Tony Awards, but not uh, see we won't see them in the long game. Yeah, no Christian Borrell, um nomination for Distinguished yeah. Performance. Um, okay, uh, the Outstanding Revival of a Musical nominees are Bob Fosse's Dancing, Camelot, well, Into the Woods, A Man of No Importance, Parade, 1776, and Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. What's going to win? <laughs> Into I feel woods. like you feel like Hooray? into the woods. Seventeen seventy six. I was gonna say into the woods or Sweeney Todd, which is funny because it's too. I think seventeen seventy six really has a fighting chance here. That's so interesting. See, I feel like because it's not playing anymore, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. I mean, neither is into the woods on Broadway. Yeah, but it was such a colossal hit that like. I mean, seventeen seventy six, an all women production. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the definite nominations I think it's going to get for the Tony. I mean, Sweeney Todd, 76, Parade, Into the Woods, and Camelot. I think those are the nominations. Which is crazy because we're going to have the same amount. Where's Fosse going? Where's Fosse? I don't think Fosse is going to get nominated. I think it's going to be fine. You're joking me. But then who do you cut from those five, though? They're, they're like, perfect. Because then you have six six revival nominations? You have to to cut one of them, but Fosse's got to be in there. But the way Fosse... Even though then I, I, cut I understand this then, musical, I, I get, I guess, yeah, I, yeah. Out, I, in maybe, at least in the best revival, maybe. Yeah. Hey, remember when there were barely any nominations for <laughs> yeah. Final? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and now one of them's uh, announcing the nominations. The oh, wait, we haven't herself. gotten to that piece of news. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> peeping, just Taylor. peeping. Uh, yeah, it's definitely between the two Sondheim shows, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honoring so then, in everything that we can. Yeah. Outstanding production of a musical. We have. This is crazy. And Juliet, A Beautiful Noise, the Neil Diamond musical, which how is that still running? I don't I know. understand. I, I watched know. a, I, just a sidebar here. I watched an interview with the Shucked cast this week on ABC. And we'll link it in the show notes. And I have not, I didn't send it to Rachel, but I need to. Yeah. And what are you doing? Um, it was l- absolutely lovely. And one of the actors said, basically talked about how we don't need more 
jukebox um, musicals. musicals and how this is like shocked is like a truly original you know show and all these things and literally all the actors are like yeah it's literally about corn like get yeah. off her back like yeah i can't and what wait. i love what i love gray henson is is mm-hmm talks about how we know what this like you you've said in the past we they know what this is like right like the actors know that it's not like Sweeney Todd like it's like yeah it's fun it's it's, they, it's they're fun. very self-aware we're allowed to go to a comedy we're yeah. allowed to laugh on yeah. Broadway we're yeah. allowed for things to be funny exactly and this is my second sidebar going even deeper into the inception mm-hmm. sidebar in saying that I got beef with Rachel Jones because we it has been too You started full... recording this, and that's how you <laughs> yes, said this. And I, I said, I am nervous. Yeah. I'm this going is how to the I started. Office. And we were, we're already 18 minutes in, and this is yeah. how, this is how long. <laughs> what are we so doing? we've gone two episodes without saying that Rachel Jones of the Theater Nerds host is going to see Shocked <laughs> on Broadway. <laughs> we have yet to mention yes. that, yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, she has tickets. She is going to see it. She's going to tell us tickets. all about it. I have tickets to that and Kimberly Akimbo after the nomination. So after yeah. May 2nd, but before the, the Tony Tonys. Awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And strategic. Of course, she's going to tell strategic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I too yeah, might you, be a Tony voter. <laughs> what did you tell me that the, that the, like the, the costs went up like didn't oh yeah so what what had happened after they opened oh gosh something had happened I know there was some like oh 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 this was it so I bought the tickets because I knew I didn't know I I wanted to see two shows but I did not know what I wanted to see outside of Shucked obviously and so I I finally decided I was going to buy tickets and I you know went online and I bought the tickets and literally the next day that New York Times article came out Oh, right. about it right. and the ticket prices went up yeah i mean it's not yeah. sweeney todd up like those are 400 yeah. tickets which is insane like what is this hamilton yeah. but like <laughs> i just i mean don't... quite literally because it's tommy kale so <laughs> i guess but like yeah but it it yeah they went up and they are selling more tickets which i think is great i hope that they have longevity i mean i hope that people once again faith restored we'll see if i if i don't enjoy it i'll let you know i promise yeah but right like it's yeah. okay to have a musical be funny and allow us to laugh and like take us mm-hmm. away into this ridiculous space without like having to teach us but so much and i think yeah. you know one thing that did that was something rotten but mm-hmm. something rotten was also just so clever because it's it's also a play on all these musical things and the idea right. and the premise of a musical and we're like it's a whole freaking show essentially mm-hmm. on the premise that musicals are weird plus right. Shakespeare yeah yeah so yeah we'll talk about something mountain maybe a little bit later in the show so we'll see yeah maybe that's true yeah um okay. going out of this the sidebar yes yeah. like, doubling back doubling back into this inception sidebar uh yeah. outstanding production of a musical and a beautiful noise dreaming zenzeal which have you even heard of this i haven't even i don't even know what it is i feel like i have heard of it but okay. I, I i don't know i mean yeah. obviously it's a new york theater workshop so i yeah. don't you know. New York, New York, which I've heard is getting great reviews, and the the pictures I heard that the book Lin-Manuel, was hard. 
Yeah, Lin Manuel mm-hmm. are posting of the set is are incredible. Beautiful. The set is amazing. I I kind win of hope best it wins. Set design. Yeah, yeah, I think either that or Sweeney Todd will win best set design. Mm-hmm. Um, shocked. Okay. Some like it hot. There it is, Chuck. Some like it hot. Titanic, which I'm excited love... for that kind of nomination. Yeah. Yeah. White Girl in Danger, which I wonder if White Girl in Danger would go to Broadway. I read a whole we'll synopsis of it, and it's wild. It's it's really really like going yeah. swinging for the fences for sure. It and really then is, yeah. Wise Children's Wuthering Heights. <laughs> Rachel's I don't happened. know anything about Rachel's, that, but it's yeah, hysterical. Yeah. Sounds funny. Emily Bronte. I've been to her house. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So Incredible. those are the nominations. I mean, I think it's uh, honestly, I think it's like Shucked or New York, New York, or something like a hot. Like, but you don't think Anne Juliet? I, I think Anne Juliet's in the conversation, but I feel honestly, I feel like Shucked is like it's getting so. I feel like it's. It's not an obvious front runner, but I feel like it's getting so much buzz. What's I the think buzz? I think that. I think that people, I think that people like you and me, are gonna be more likely to support Shucked. I think, but yeah. I at the end of the day, I think that and Juliet, because we know how um, jukebox musicals go, has more of yeah. a chance than we think. But I feel like, like, what was the last jukebox musical that won Best Musical? Was it Jersey Boys? I mean, was it was it that far back? God, okay, I wait, mean, now you're testing my abilities. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was, and that was like 20 years ago, basically. So that was a long time ago. So I mean, it. Oh, I guess it was. I guess Moulin Rouge. I guess Moulin Rouge. Yeah, hold on. I'm yeah. gonna. Which again, I feel like Moulin Rouge, and Anne Juliet are like are the same. siblings. Yeah. <laughs> No, so I mean, they're like, not the same thing, yeah. but they're the same. Yeah, yeah they're, they're cousins. So and that, oh, th- Moulin Rouge was in 2020, so let's not be too yes. hasty here. But before that, that it must have been Jersey Boys. Because, like, Beautiful I mean, didn't win. And... Did we decide if Kinky Boots is a jukebox musical? It's not, right? Because it's No, because it's all original it's music. Yeah. So, interesting. We'll be able to see. I mean, let's see. The... When do when are these decided? Jersey Boys, two thousand six. Yeah. The last one. Two thousand six. So that's not that's fifteen years, but um, the awards okay. will be held at the Ziegfeld Ballroom on Friday, May nineteenth, twenty twenty three, at twelve p.m. Oh. Wow. So. Guess we'll that's where we're gonna out. be. We'll be there. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> Um, moving on, that okay. that segment. We've got to move on. That <laughs> I know. Was, I know. We are gonna have to figure that on. one out. True. So I do uh, want to talk. Obviously, some openings. We have the Thanksgiving play opened mm-hmm. recently. We have Prima Facie opened. Um, who, which I've heard uh, time and time again that that sh- that one woman show is incredible. So yeah, Jodie um, Comer. Yeah, Jodie Comer killing it and then uh neil patrick harris announced he is extending his run in yeah. peter pan goes wrong mm-hmm. through we've may got 7th some, mm-hmm. we got yeah. some west coast premiere for a fat ham which yes. is gonna be exciting mm-hmm. um and we had some announcements for summer broadway things that are outside of the current running for tony awards uh, right. but the shark is broken We'll yeah. move to um, 
which is a Broadway. play. Yes, right? it is yeah. a play. And yeah. then we also got some clips as of recording this literally today of the uh, New yeah. York City Encore Center's Encore's production of Oliver rehearsals, and they looked amazing. So this is what I want to freaking talk about is right before okay. we started recording, I literally spent like 40 minutes watching these videos <laughs> because so little freaking. Okay, wait. First of all, I don't know if we ever talked about this cast because New York City Encores, it's playing from May like 4th to May 7th or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. And wait, Benjamin Pajak. How do you say his last name? Yeah. Benjamin Pajak. Is he playing Oliver. is Oliver. And I saw him as Winthrop. Yes, this is what I was going to say. Is I'm sure, he, was he amazing? He was so good. But, like, this performance but this is, is like, insane. This is like, insane. Tony wor- Honestly, like, I, his vibrato. Give him a Tony his, right now. Yes, I was I like, know. give him a Tony. So this cast, though, Lily Cooper as Nancy. I know. I know. Raul Esparza as Fagin. I know. I mean, Brad Oscar as Mr. Bumble. I mean, come on. How can and, you beat this? Um, oh, what's his name? Isn't Gavin Lee in this? Am I no, wrong? No, Gavin Lee. Oh, he's not in it? No. Are you sure? But a bunch of children. There are a no, bunch of Tam Mutu is playing Bill Sykes. I've never, I've not heard of him. And Mary Testa is playing. Oh, did you we know, said Raul. That's right, yeah. Yeah, Raul Esparza oh, is playing. Gosh. Yeah. But he's incredible. So good. Anyway, that this he's little so boy. Cute. Wait, wait. I just need to play this clip. I just need okay. to. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Ready. This. Okay. This was my absolute favorite part. I just want to put this on. She. He does that little beat. Wait, wait. Oh my gosh! It's freaking incredible. Here we go. I mean, he's amazing. Ugh, it's just incredible. And then at the very end, the artistic director, who is um, the artistic director who directed Into the Woods, is the artistic director of Encores, Lear de Bessonet. She's the artistic director of Encore. She she directed the, the Into the Woods arrival and then is directing this Oliver. She at the very end he sings that song Where's Love and he runs up to her and hugs her at the end and he's like crying and oh it's like so amazing. Anyway, the ugh. dancing also looks great. Like can you just imagine I mean we were in children's theater but can you imagine yeah. corralling children like this for eight shows? I mean they also have such a such a short run. So it's yeah. like all this product, like all you have such a short time of workshopping, and then you're like you have such a short run, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. still have to do it so well. You really have to hire kids that you're gonna trust to <laughs> to yeah. pull it through. Which is hard. Through. Anyway, I just I just want Benjamin oh to win a Tony one day. And no, um, he's so yeah. cute. He's like gonna be in the third revival of Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speaking of buzz, there was no there was no transition. Yeah. I did not transition. It's okay. Um, with one last buzz, are you done? Yeah. Are you done with the? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Is I'm so that, done. Uh, Leah Michelle and Miles Frost will announce the 76th annual Tony Award nominations. That's happening tomorrow, as of releasing this. Yes. Um. Yeah. But this was big news yesterday when we got it, as of recording this, and. 
then I, as I told Taylor, there were all these memes um, about Leah Michelle having to learn how to read before next week. Incredible, incredible. Miles is like gonna read her the names. <laughs> but do you remember the time? It's pronounced it was... Anna Lee. Anna yeah. Lee. <laughs> do you remember the time? Like I think it was 2018's, yeah, 2018's Tony noms when it was um, Catherine McPhee. And mm-hmm. um, God, why is his name escaping me? Leslie Odom Jr. reading yeah. the nominations, and yeah. neither of them could figure out what was happening. Like Catherine McPhee, at one point, could not figure out how to like read the teleprompter, and then she made a joke about it, and then Leslie Odom Jr. made a joke about it, and it was just, it was, it was truly so beautiful and comical. Yeah, but um, imagine if this happened, that happened this time. People would be saying Lee Michelle can't read, so that that's a disaster. She just has. But I'm to kind of here for it because. Yeah. yeah. This I I can't. Anyway, we already yeah. know. Huh. So this is all to say too. Of course, we know as of releasing this, the nominations are coming out tomorrow. We are going to do a nominations episode, but it will come out next Monday. Um. Because we work week. other jobs. Yes, because we that's do work other reason. jobs. Yeah, that's the only reason. So, we. <laughs> You know, all the Tony content is going to be coming this month. So uh, look forward to that episode. Pace it's going to be super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Pace yourself. That's really what we're saying. You can mm-hmm. eat, uh, you know, another full meal of Tony Awards coverage next week. So next week. Mm-hmm. All right. And and that's, there we go. What's the buzz? Took 30 minutes. <laughs> What's the buzz? Tell me that. Yeah. yeah. So, People are going to be like, what are you doing? And I also I just really don't know. Honestly. So again, transitioning into more Tony coverage, we are talking yes. about our best, the best Tony hosts in Tony history. According to which us. is kind of crazy, yeah. According to our, you know, <laughs> our um, subjective, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. point of view, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I think overall, as we start here, Rachel, like, what to you in general makes the host of an award show and then the Tony specifically like what makes a good host okay overall for a regular award show which includes the Tonys um you have to be energetic like you have to be willing to do things you have to be willing to change your outfit you have to have some physical (laughs) comedy you have to have some Mm. like uh intellectual comedy uh, and you have to have some improvisation. If you're not making, if you're simply not making a joke about someone who is in the room right there uh, when it's happening, you are not doing your job. Basically, you need to be a stand-up comic meets performer for like who mm-hmm. is auditioning for their first year acting troupe kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. But I think the other thing that really makes a good Tony host is like, which is so strange to say, um, but someone who's willing to make puns about musical theater uh, and hope that they land. Like really, mm. you gotta, basically, Taylor and I say this all the time, but like you have to commit to the bit. And I think every host needs to do that no matter what kind of award show you're hosting. But the Tony host really has to. If I don't believe that you believe what you're doing, then it's going to feel like not super energetic. Yeah. I think ultimately, number one, energetic, but also you have to be funny to be a host. Yeah, you do have to be funny. (laughs) I think you do. 
Yeah. I think that is number one criteria. Stand-up comedy. I said physical and intellectual comedy. You have to know how to work a room, room, a live audience, because this is something that obviously a lot of the hosts that we will talk about have done Broadway, have done theater. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure every single one of these hosts, not every single one, but a lot of them are actors that have done live theater and or yeah. an entertainer of some point uh, of some. They've all you know, done live theater. So, yeah. So that's interesting because when you look at the Oscars or the Grammys or something like that, a lot of the time they'll get like a comedian or they'll get yeah. like a late night host. Which I right. think is yes. Which some of these might overlap with that, but like r- yeah. the reality of why they're on stage is actually because they are a stage actor or have been. Right, right. Which I think does add to it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I do yeah. think because most of the time, you know, you you have a big opening, a fun dance number. So I think you have to be good, somewhat good at singing. I would say, like a good singer. <laughs> I don't know. I have one of mine and I'm like, I mean, she's a, they're a good singer. Um, I would not add one of the ones we, I know we will mention as a good singer. Right. Um, right. But I do think that there's this, I think it's about this willingness to commit to something and to be yeah. funny. Um, For because sure. There have been some hosts in the past who are great singers and I'm pretty sure we're not very good hosts. We're just very yeah. boring. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And, of course, I mean, if you think about it, like, a lot of the times, like, there's probably, there's a most definitely a writing staff and a, a team writing behind it. Yeah, so that, sure. that also adds to it. But it's it's almost like an SNL host coming in and, you know, yeah. writing a bunch of material and coming in and doing the best that they can. And that's the thing with SNL is that you just have to go for it and commit. You just have like, to go for time. it. You have to commit to the best. Yeah. Yeah, commit to the bit. It is any, I would say, any hosting of an award show is a thankless job. And, um, you know, hopefully one day, Rachel meme, and I will. A, f- a memeful job, but a thankless job. Yes, a memeful job for sure. But hopefully one day, Rachel and I will host the Tony Awards. This is oh us God, putting dream. our bet into it. Yeah, honestly, dream. Dream. do I want to be a performer? Maybe. Do I want to host the Tony Awards? Absolutely. Yeah. Who wouldn't Absolutely. love our playful banter on stage? It would be so we funny. Make... We, you know we would come yeah. out as Mr. and Mrs. Beaver at one point. <laughs> yeah, hopefully there's the Narnia musical that year. And, and we can come out. And we can make fun of Nathan Lane and all these things. We can p- do some yeah. playful banter. Yeah, We'll do some. We'll yeah. definitely do audience work. We will be in the aisles. We will be doing some audience work. Yeah. I mean, sure. we could be like the next Alan Cumming and Christian Chenoweth. I love them. They're on my list. <laughs> yeah, They're on yeah, my honor, yeah. at least on my honorable mention list. Because okay. I know we've talked about them at length, but I just want to say, yeah. when I think about people who use physical comedy so well during mm-hmm. the Tony Awards, it's them. Mm-hmm. Like they just, I know we described the ET costume already, but like they just made fun of each other in a way that was so helpful and not derogatory towards anyone else and also was just yeah. still a play on like what's cultural at the time but it still mm-hmm. landed i mean that was in 2015 and we just watched it and most of the jokes that they made yeah. still land 
Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a really long life shelf for comedy. Yeah. And again, that that bit of her coming out in the E.T. costume, phone home, fun home. I mean, it's just brilliant. It's legitimately brilliant. Whoever came up with that in the writer's room, I mean, even if it was Christian Chenoweth who was like, we should do that. That's incredible. And they just played it so well, the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Who who else? Let's talk about your honorable mentions first, and then we'll okay. go into. Some of my honorable mentions maybe are scandalous. Um, because you know we couldn't pick all of them. So another yeah. honorable mention. There have I been have, seventy. Would... Just so you guys know, there's been this year's the seventy sixth Tony Awards. So there have been a lot of hosts, and all not all of them had one host. A lot of them have multiple hosts. So yeah. So I my next uh, honorable mentions are also a duo. Um, and I just think that they, I went back t- yesterday or today to watch this Tony Awards because I think mm. they had a really hard job. Um, uh, just because I think that the the way the economy was going. <laughs> um, but I, I, I also don't know if they like are real friends, IRL, but I know that because they are in a show together at the time and we're, hosting the Tonys together at the time, they brought a lot of that physical comedy um, banter with Mm -hmm. them. And that's Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick. So these were on my real list too, this one. Oh, wow. So yeah, they're on my honorable mention list because I feel like they did a good job, but they're not my top three-ish. So I had them on here because, A, I didn't know they hosted the Tony Awards together. Oh, really? In my, so in my head, I was like, Nathan Lane would be a great Tony host. I wonder if he's ever hosted. When I went, and, as I talked about last week, I watched that 26-minute video with him. And he has hosted four times, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. But the fact that what just astounds me is that this is 2001 the 2001 mm-hmm. tony awards mm-hmm. so this is the 55th tony awards they were in the producers that year they were yeah. in the show doing the show eight yeah. times a week yeah and then they also hosted the tony yeah awards? i know i know like, and they what? don't feel like they're tired when you no. look at the energy is so high yeah and then they the the show wins obviously we know the show went on to win a bajillion tony awards and it's just incredible. And also, so what they're a great, up there like, the whole time. Yeah. And also, what a great thing. The I feel like the producers were like the the producers. Oh, well, the Ella. producers of, of the, the Tony, Tony Awards, Awards really made a gamble of like, hey, I think the producers is going to win Best Musical. Obviously, because it was the hit of the yeah. of the year. I mean, the other the other um, nominees: A Class Act, The Full Monty, and Jane Eyre. No one knows these music. I mean, The Full Monty, yes, but this is what I'm saying. So they really, uh, to me, it was like it again reminds me of when they put, they thought the Oscar producers thought Chadwick Boseman was going to win Best Actor a couple years ago, mm. and then they put that award at the very end which you don't do you put best picture at the end and they put it at the end and then what happened anthony hopkins won and he wasn't even there to accept his award because he had he didn't want to get covid so he didn't go so relatable they that was the wrong way of doing it do not do that unless you absolutely know for sure this is gonna happen but this was the right way a gamble we're we're gonna hire nathan lane matthew broderick they're gonna be great either way but the producers are probably going to win. So I don't know. I yeah. watched their monologue today. It was incredible. It's so, so funny. funny. 
Nathan Lane. They do again. some bits also throughout, yeah. and Nathan Lane himself alone yeah. is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Oh, good. Okay. Who so, else? who else you got? So, uh, my other honorable, I have two other honorable mentions, and it's terrible because I'm leaving out some people, which is just, this is how you do That's it. Right. Uh, guys, yeah. March Musical Madness really set me up well. So, <laughs> my, my next honorable mention. Uh, is also a duo. I think I said that already. And that's Sarah Bareilles and Josh Groban. I was wondering if you were going to talk about them. Yeah. I love them so much. I love yeah. them as humans. I think, I don't really know much about Josh Groban as a human, but I love Sarah Bareilles as a human. Um, I love all of that, all of the work she's ever done in her life. I stand. And Josh Groban is also extremely talented. And I find him quite funny. He... Mm. Um, and Sarah make fun of themselves, which once again, this is what I was saying about Alan and Kristen, who are on my top list. Like they make fun of themselves in a way, uh, Sarah and Josh do that. It's like, yeah, we're all in on this joke. Like we're like, this is funny. Um, I also think that this was maybe one of my favorite, my favorites and deserved my honorable mention because of the Michael in a bathroom situation mm-hmm. um where james corbin is also there uh right he's in the bathroom too so the, was in the I thought Harris. michael in the bathroom was for james corden's no i um, think i'm pretty sure it's sarah Bareilles. no i think it's when he hosts the tonys though i thought no i thought I, I thought it was theirs oh uh, they're last they're the year before see i thought it was the other way around okay it was in 2019 which is that one James Corbin hosted? That's James Corbin's, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, Sorry. that's a sad time because Neil Patrick Harris is also in in there washing his hands, which is yeah, amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I but I love Sarah Bareilles and Josh Groban, so that's all part of the reason too. Yeah. I did not. And they like do that great bit Natasha about Beer. yes about um themselves. What is it? Yes, yes, yeah. Oh no, no the 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 like chandelier part. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I love them. They're very funny. Eight times a and... week. Yeah, yeah, eight times a week. How you have to perform eight times a week. And yeah. I really, I find them them funny-ish, yeah. funny-ish. Yeah, yeah. No, I liked them a lot. I think I think Sarah Bareilles is definitely one of those people that's funnier than people give, give her, her credit, credit for. It. Or, like, she is very fun. I've heard she's very, like, playful at her concerts which is she mm-hmm. ever gonna put on i guess i wonder if she's gonna write another musical but um i think and josh groban i think can be funny but he's more of the straight man in my opinion so like i yeah. think that we, also works like matthew broderick mm-hmm. nathan lane like yes. that yes. give and take is good yeah yeah and then i have one more honorable mention which i'm sure Although is on I will your say, top list oh, sorry. alan cumming and christian channel with are kind of both goofy so they're both goofy. They yeah. are for sure yeah. both goofy. Yeah. Okay. Um, who's your other honorable mention? My last honorable mention is James. I couldn't put him on my top one. Couldn't do it. I tried. Yeah. I tried yeah. hard to think about it, but I just couldn't. Well, do it. that's a great transition because he is my third choice for <laughs> for top three. Uh, okay. Or 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 second. I don't know. Second or third. Okay. Um, because I think because Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick were on my top three. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Oh, wow. We, really, we have really, different lists here. This is awesome. Well, I really, really enjoyed their their bits, and I watched yeah. a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, I really, really liked theirs. But James Corden for me, he's host two Tony Awards, as we've already discussed a little bit. Um, but he hosted the 2016 Tony Awards, the 70th, and he hosted the 2019 Tony Awards, the 20, the 73rd, excuse me. Um, and I think, first of all, the, the 2016 one, which we'll eventually one day talk about, mm-hmm. was the day after the nightclub pulse shooting in Florida. Yes. Which yes. I think was again unenviable. Like no one knew that was going to happen. Right. And I think James Corden kind of brought the community together. I think a lot of things obviously brought the community together to raise Lin-Manuel awareness. Manuel Miranda's and, speech. Right. Yes, exactly. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is the year of Hamilton, and everyone knows Hamilton's going to win. So mm-hmm. he's capitalizing on that. I think he mm-hmm. did such a fun job, and is so you can tell how much love, you know, for better or for worse, James Corden has for this community, mm-hmm. and has for this, and and he has a Tony Award himself, and yes. um, I think that really shows. And then the Haiti one, it was he just does such a good job. I think you can really tell. Because I think, is that the one with, that's the one with the Michael in the bathroom? Yes, this is the one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then maybe this, the one with Hamilton. Okay, that's, okay. So the one with Hamilton is the one where he's talking about this could be you is his opening number, which I think is just so cute and interesting and, and so great about how, like, these people up on stage were also people yeah. Like you, when you were, when you're a child, like they were watching this thinking, oh, I want to be here someday. And mm-hmm. I just love that. So also, listen, I know people hate on James Corden, but I kind of like him. Last, as of release. Famous as of last this, words. I know. As of really, as of um, recording this, the last carpool karaoke is out forever with Adele. And it's so good. And so just heartwarming. And um yeah, I will I will die on this hill. I kind of like James Corden. <laughs> and yeah. there you go. There you that go. Is, that is Taylor's. Yeah. What was that, number three? You're yeah, I'll, three? I'll put him in number three. Who you got, Rachel? My third is probably a surprise. Surprise! But I was looking at the list, and I thought, man, I know I've seen this Tony Awards, but I don't remember the bits from it, so I had to go back and watch it. And that's my number three is Whoopi Goldberg. Kevin Spacey? No, I'm just kidding. From oh my god, no. I'm just kidding. From 2008. Whoopi? Yeah, Whoopi yes. Goldberg from 2008. This is mm-hmm. the In the Heights year. This is the Gypsy yeah. year. This is yeah. the 10 years of Lion King on Broadway year. Crazy. Um, and the Rent cast comes back together, which is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. But one of the one of my uh, one of my favorite parts, and I I think it's just part of there are two really amazing parts. It, the beginning of it opens with the Lion King, as if we were watching the two thousand. When when was Lion King? Nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. Okay. Ninety eight. Uh, Tony Awards. It's like this literally almost the exact same thing that's happening in the yeah. aisles, right? Like, uh, and then there's. Um, at the very end, Whoopi Goldberg comes out as Sebastian because mm-hmm. she was told to dress up for Disney. Right. And it is just so funny because this is the year of Little Mermaid. <laughs> and like, I yeah. just find it really, that was really funny. And then she constantly is in the the bits. She changes her outfit so many times. She's Mary Poppins. She like flies mm-hmm. in. 
Um, and then the other thing that I loved the most was there was a phantom joke. And literally the mm. phantom of the opera is there. And he's like, sing to me, angel of music. And she just sings Tony. Like, instead of the ah, she goes Tony. Yeah. And it's, oh, my God, terrible. Oh, listen funny. to that riff by Rachel, everyone. No, I just want to put that no, out there. No, no. no. <laughs> but she is so funny. She, mm. I really, I was like, I was surprised by her mm. stature. She does make some jokes that don't land as well in 2023 as they might have in 2008. <laughs> but yeah, I which really, is a trend. yeah, which is a trend with all older. For sure. But she, hosts. I also am like, look, a woman host by herself. I know we yeah. could name other people, but I, I, I picked Yeah, Rosie her. O'Donnell, Angela, Angela Lansbury. Lansbury. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Angela yeah. Lansbury, that's one of the ones that I just wanted to put in there. Yeah. Talk yeah. about her. She has hosted the most times, um, yes. five times, which I feel like Neil or, you know, Hugh or exactly. Nathan Lane could all host again. So I think yeah. that's a possibility that they may may um, pass her in five. Um, but or Ariana, if she just keeps loving. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. And Delivers did the thing. Exactly. I will never not say it. did the thing. <laughs> I can't wait for her to do this. Yeah. 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 So uh Angela Lansbury, we I think we've done one Tony Awards rewind with her mm-hmm. hosting. At least one. And she's yeah. just such a delight. And I and I feel like you can't just like Julie Andrews, you can't not love her. And yes. Julie Andrew, and, Andrews also has um hosted yes. the Tony Awards. Yes, has also mm-hmm. hosted three times. Mm-hmm. So she, I just wanted to shout her out as someone that yeah. is a big, again, very similar to James Corden, a big advocate for the theater. And yeah. I'm not saying James Corden and Angela Lansbury are the same. We are but, not going to say that they're synonymous. They but are James Corden is synonymous. Love it. <laughs> I would watch that, yeah. though. Yeah, uh-huh. I would too. Gender man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so just wanted to shout out Angela um, as well. Okay, my number two, because I yeah. couldn't figure out how to order these two, is Hugh Jackman. Right, rightfully so. Hugh Jackman um, is not on my list. He's not on your list? No. I We all know I'm not a big Hugh Jackman fan. <laughs> He's just okay. Uh, wow. That's all okay, I want to well, say. That's yes, that's just yeah. that feels. I feel I'm not in love with him either. Now I feel like I have to defend him. Well, you can. You are welcome. To, I had to defend James Corden, so here we go. Wow. Well, uh, anyway, <laughs> I mean, maybe I we just... get a trifecta and do James Corden, Hugh Jackman, and Neil all hosting the Tony Awards at the like all of them at the same time. Oh. I like that. Yeah. That would be so much, though. So Hugh Jackman, I just feel like he, um, he's got the suave nature. So I know earlier we talked about like people who are funny need to host, um, shows, but there's also this kind of like alternative reading where you might have someone who's pretty suave and like the, um, Elvis Presley, if you will, of the mm-hmm. of a space that can host because people are just like, wow, look what you can do. And that's how I feel about Hugh Jackman. Like, I think that that's how other people feel about him too. And like, he is not always coming out with the best uh, jokes or the best physical comedy. 
but he can number one sing and two he also okay can he? taylor is like <laughs> okay if meryl streep can sing hugh jackman can sing i think meryl streep can sing more than hugh jackman but also okay, can't we are not because it's a female voice are, versus a male voice you can't compare not gonna have this argument he's this not as not... bad as russell crowe he's not as bad as russell no Crow. not as no. Okay, but listen, I have seen him live and he actually can sing. Yes, like that's have, the thing. Like the te- yeah. the show, the musicals he's been in on television, made for movies. I like really could live my entire life without ever seeing the greatest showman ever in my life again. Like it's I would be fine. I would be so happy. Yeah. I would be a You're lovely a huge woman. Wolverine fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm not <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what's happening. I just think that there's something about him, his stage presence he, and yeah. I think he's that a great he is entertainer, actually, as you said. Yes, and I—that's yes. what I'm saying. Like, I yes. think he's the cookie cutter version of being like a really good host. He is like not the energy is high. He is doing the things. He is singing. He is outfit mm-hmm. changing. He is making jokes, um, but he's not a comedian. He's not a late night host. He is not known for no. any kind of like weird quirk. Like he is the guy. Ever it's like as if Captain America or whoever that might be in the Marvel universe now. Right, like the person who people love hosting the Emmys or whatever, right? Like yeah. or the Oscars. It's that kind of feeling. I it's would love if Captain who... America hosted the, if Chris but Evans see? in the Captain America costume hosted the yes, Oscars. Exactly. So yeah, it feels similar. Yeah. And so I just my hats off to him also. And I think the other thing is hats off to him to returning this uh, mad props, mad respect, to returning to Broadway and the theater community even after becoming extremely well off related yeah. to things outside of the theater community yeah. so i really yeah. appreciate that about him that's true also, it does show again that he loves the theater yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and that he's willing to put in the work and yes. all of that um he's yeah. hosted four times crazy enough he did three in a row which is yeah. kind of Insane. That is crazy. He yeah, did 2003, crazy. 2004, 2005, right back to back. To and back. then he came back, right, in 2014. Yes, he came back in 2014 so, and hosted. That's what I'm saying. As well. And he hosted the uh, Academy Awards, which was one of the best Academy Awards. I actually will say, I do love um, when he's over he here hating on Hugh Jackman. And now he's well, saying, yes, it was I, know. Good. I, haven't, I haven't watched every. Um, you know, time he's hosted. He hosted, yeah, every time. So he hosted the Academy Awards in 2009. And the reason why um, that one is very memorable is because they had a really, really low budget for the uh, Academy Awards that year because it was the year of the writer's strike, which we've been talking Mm. about recently. And they didn't have much money. And so all the, the whole opening number is like huge. I I don't know if you've seen it, Rachel. I'll I'll send Mm -hmm. it to you if you haven't. I've seen it. With Anne Hathaway. And yeah. the whole opening number is like him, like with all these cardboard like cutouts, basically of all the movies because they didn't have yeah. enough money. And so the whole bit is like they just didn't have enough money, which I think is really funny. So it is funny. See, yeah. he can commit. He can commit. All right, yeah. who's your number I'll give two, you props. Taylor? Well, I will. I'm saying two? I think J- James Corden and then Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, they're kind of interchangeable. Okay, um, so let's two. move to our number one because I think we have the same. We have to have there if is, we don't have yeah. the same number one. It's yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, exactly. Yeah. NPH. 
Um, I guess I'll start because you've okay, you know please. you've been talking yeah. too long. Yeah. Okay, rude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's I'm over here kidding. on the <laughs> of work hiatus, and he thinks he can mouth at me. Listen, <laughs> JK, JK. <gasps> um, again, he's hosted four times. No Patrick Harris. Yeah. He also uh, hosted the Academy Awards, and I think that's why he. We, I wonder if we'll ever see him host another Tonys, but he hosted in um 2015 the academy awards so um, because that's kind of like the pinnacle of hosting like where else are you gonna go although the tonys are just so much more fun yeah Yeah. back to the tonys so i think he's just such an undeniable good host yeah and he's so lovable and people he's famous for so many things Mm -hmm. like he's well known for so he hit so many generational yes exactly you got doogie hauser you got how i met your mother you got the broadway crowd you Mm -hmm. got the you know you got the movie crowd with all his movies he's done like it's just crazy and then he's such a natural performer obviously he loves magic so there's that part of it that also i don't know has he ever done magic on i guess he did that that quick change yeah, I just can yeah. you imagine him doing magic on stage and a captive yeah. audience? I know, uh, I'd watch it. I know, yeah. it's so funny. So, he also hosted three years in a row 2011, 2012, 2013, and then came back. Uh, oh, no, no, he hosted his first time was before then, right? Was before then in 2009, right? Um, so yeah, so he took a break. Sean Hayes hosted, and then came back three years in a row. Um, oh, so wow. currently him and Hugh, who have kind of a hosting feud as well, which is very funny, um, have the same number of hostings. Number. But he also has just so many iconic bits. I mean, even though that's even, the thing. Yeah, he that's does. the thing. Yeah, is that the, I think one of my favorites, which of I I don't think we've talked about this Tony Awards when he comes back and does the once opening. The opening from one is literally one of my favorite things ever because he comes up and he's like, hi, I'm Neil. Uh, I'm going to be singing your song tonight. And he's like doing this Irish accent, which I can, uh, you know, I'm not. He's got a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "Uh, I've been here a couple of times before, Uh, (laughs) you know, whatever. And um it's so good. It's just amazing. And he's in the once outfit and oh, it's just mm. incredible. Rachel, t- talk about NPH. I agree. I mean, I agree with everything you've said. I think he really hits all of the points here related to he really I've never met anyone who will commit to the bit like him. Like I've never True. seen anyone commit to the bit like that. He also has this like suave I don't give a shit about what is happening and like how you think of me kind of vibe which I think really helps him be and and it's not in necessarily a diva-esque way yeah Um, but his his bits are so good um the opening numbers especially I mean I loved what he uh what he did about the 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 theater's not just for gays anymore like yes oh oh, gosh yeah. And um, again, his writing staff too. Like it's like they knew what he yeah. wanted. Oh, yeah. also and one of my favorite so things. Yeah. In his tone. No, in his tone. No, no, yes. go ahead. Yes. Also, one of my favorite things is the rap. The rap at the end of the yes. Lincoln Wall Miranda rap. With Lynn. I mean, incredible. Yeah, I was wondering yeah. if you, you were gonna say that. Yeah. yeah I, I just feel like it's so it's so energetic. It was very entertaining. 
he makes jokes about himself. He clearly makes jokes about people sitting in the audience, yeah. which I think is that comedian style. Yeah. And then also so many also people does... know him too. So it's right. like, yeah, yes. he can make jokes about his friends. But he, I mean, he is, you know, handsome um, and suave, but also he also is awkward. And like, because he's like physically so small, he's able to mm-hmm. do things that like are physically awkward and like make us uncomfortable in a way that's funny and like supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't really know what else to say other than he's definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if he'll return to the thinking about hosting a Tony award show now that he's in a play and back mm-hmm. on Broadway and getting a taste for what it's like to have people laugh at at you and with you mm. live and like mm. be there with you there's nothing I feel like there's nothing quite like that um and clearly yeah. he is not the reason he's good at all of these things is because he also loves to do them and that's written all over his face I feel like nowhere yeah. is he putting it in he's not nervous and he's not phoning it in and that is really hard and honestly maybe that only comes with being a white man who has a very successful career I don't know but like because he's able to not be afraid and because he knows that he is confident he he's just so good at this he is very confident that's definitely and I think some of that maybe comes I mean his character on how I met your mother is also a very confident individual and I think that's maybe arguably his most famous role that people know him from yeah. so maybe he's like putting on that persona a little bit when yeah. he's hosting um but he also i mean yes he is a white male but also a, an openly gay male he's the first yeah, yeah, openly yeah. gay mm-hmm. man to host the academy awards yeah but mm-hmm. i doubt the first to host the tony awards <laughs> And by yeah. that I mean I know because Nathan Lane is supposed to be yeah, yeah, a bunch of other mm-hmm. people. So Alan. Um yes, that was Alan, all obviously exactly. after, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's undeably like it's obviously Neil Patrick Harris. I think he's the best host. Again, we'll have I think to link the- to our favorite bits. We'll link to our yes. favorite bits of Neil Patrick Harris yes. because there are just so many. Yeah. And I think like Ariana can will will be great i think last year was really fun but i'm interested to see what she does this i think she'll i think she'll be a little bit more comfortable this year because she's done it before so i think it'll be interesting to see what she does Um, and people know her now this is what the other thing like this is the real thing like i was watching Whoopi goldberg uh and obviously this is 2008 and she doesn't know how to interact with lin-manuel miranda she tried she's trying so hard um, but mm-hmm. she doesn't really know how. And yeah. I think that there's this idea of like when you when people start to know you, when you go to like when you're known in all these places and like actually have friends in the audience and feel validated yeah. by the community in like a real way um, where you are chosen to be there, not just because mm. because you're a token or whatever it might be um, or because you're talented, like people are there actually supporting you. I think that that really changes the tone of how you present yourself. And so therefore it of course changes how you present your jokes and what you are daring to be able to do. Cause I'm sure Mm -hmm. I'm positive that there probably were jokes that were written before or when people are their first time hosting where they're like, yeah, I'm not going to do that this time. Yeah. Right. Like I, it's too risky for me right now. Yeah. And she, um, 
is again a testament to I'm an Academy Award winning actress now. Yeah. I don't have to be hosting the Tony Awards, but you know what? I'm I love this community, yeah. and I want to. So uh-huh. kind of crazy. So yeah. Also, speaking of that, Lin Manuel Miranda would actually be a really great host. Okay, Tony so Awards. this was my last question for you, Tay. Yeah. I wrote it down. If you could dream up any Tony host, not for this year, but for next year, or just in general. Um, that we should have had or want to have in the future, who would that be? Well, I always think about, I think, I don't know if he would be a good Tony host, but I think John Mulaney in general Mm. would be a great host of anything, but I don't know if the Tony Awards is right for him. Um, But maybe, maybe. Um, I do think, because Billy Crystal has hosted the Academy Awards like eight or nine times, so I think he would be really fun. Um, obvious, I, like I said, Lin-Manuel would be amazing. I think, I truly think he has so much energy. I'm surprised. I wonder if they've asked him. I'm sure they have. I'm sure and I maybe, him. maybe they, maybe he didn't want to do it, but, um, I think a, like, like a young, like Ben Platt and Beanie Feldstein together mm. could be fun. Like a young, I don't know. Maybe they're too like actory, but. Um, and then why not to just put in Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and anything? So, just do that. Oh, that's amazing. What about you? Um, yeah, I would say Billy Crystal came to mind. Obviously, I'm Miranda, but the first person who came to mind for me was Steve Martin and Martin Short. Mm, that would be good with like, Selena Gomez. I mean, sure. I'm yeah, sure they would yeah. do a bit, but like the two yeah. of them are just so funny. Both of them have such huge roots in theater mm, um, yeah. and presence yeah. and like are and, known and would be funny. Yeah. Andrea Martin would also be great. Mm, I was thinking. Yeah. Andrea Martin. Yeah. Wow. And then obviously like Jonathan Groff and Sutton Foster <laughs> <laughs> together. Sutton Foster and Jonathan Groff. Oh my yeah, god. Together. How much how amazing would that be? That I think Jonathan Groff and Christian Burl. Or Christian Burl and Sutton Foster. <laughs> <laughs> just put all the X's together. Megan Hilty with all her. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well I think I truly I also think like Josh Gad would be a great host. Yes. And Josh Gad for sure. Yeah. So there's too many Andrew people. Rannells. Yeah. Josh got in Andrew now, Rannells. Now do we're a big just thing. naming the Book of Mormon. Yeah. yeah. Just do a big thing for the 20th Book of Mormon and have them host. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Well. Uh, what a great... Honestly, wow. this is a discussion that can go on for years and years. Forever. So. Forever. But we will yeah. not do that because we've been we, here a while and the buzz really took a moment. <laughs> Yes, but we we thank you, Rachel, for having this Thanks, Tony hey. Tammy yes, host discussion. So the much Tony. fun, so much Tony coverage for you all coming this month. So yeah, prepare yeah. yourself. Yes, <laughs> prepare ye for the way of the Lord. <laughs> prepare ye the way <laughs> of the Tony Awards. Oh, look at that. <laughs> All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Let's do it. 
This is the segment mm. where it's Taylor segment. and I pick our theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we think, what are we doing? How are we feeling? What have we been up to? And then we scour the theater universe for a theater character who embodies the same kind of thoughts, feelings, or vibes. That's right. And we would also love to hear, listen, your guys' thoughts on the Drama League nominations all the yeah. nominations for shocked we just want to we 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 want to give shocked all their yeah. all the love <laughs> and um yes <laughs> and uh what you guys think of lee michelle reading off the teleprompter maybe who knows uh also the best tony awards <laughs> hosts um we would also love to hear do you guys agree with us neil patrick harris listen Hugh Jackman, James Corden, all the things. Uh, we didn't talk about Kevin Spacey, but we'll leave it at that. Ooh. Only five years ago, that's all I want to say. Um, we would also love to hear your character of the week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week. You may get a shout out on a future episode. Raquel, yeah. Taylor, are you ready for my character this week? I'm ready. Tell me, tell me. Oh my gosh. So as you know, from the beginning of the episode, I have been working a lot. I have worked, you know, 36 hours in three days. No. I have been at work more than I have been at home. And I'm finally, I'm going to be off for five days. It's going to be lovely. And to celebrate, I came home last night and I started watching a rom-com. A rom-com I have not watched ever which may surprise a lot of you which is sleepless Sleepless in seattle which again i feel like rom-com easiest transition to a musical just turn all these rom-coms into musicals it's true anyway it would be very easy yeah so anyway uh i watched uh half of it and then i fell asleep and then i finished it today and i'm going to go through some renaissance movie musicals so i'm i've finished sleepless in seattle and i'm going on to you've got mail Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. So I'm feeling a little just nostalgic. I'm feeling lots of love. And this character really felt all the love, really just loved, you know, really wanted to write a musical with his brother about love and kindness. And that's right. I am Nigel Bottom from Something Rotten. Told you it was going to come back around. You did say that earlier. And I was like, when? How is Something Rotten going to come back into this? I know. Oh, I wow. know you were confused. There we go. Nigel Bottom. Good he just job. wants to, you know, loving those he rom-coms. Does. I think he Nigel Bottom would absolutely adore Sleepless in Seattle. So. He would have. He would have yeah. eaten that up. Oh, yeah. wow, that's so cute. Yeah, thank you. That. Yeah. Nice. Rachel, Cannot believe you haven't your... seen Sleepers in Seattle. But yeah, well, now I have. That. Now I have. Right. And uh, yeah. when Harry Met Sally, one of my favorite movies of all time. So, yeah. Yeah, so we'll give you a pass. Yeah, yeah. Rachel, who's your character this week? Yeah, I'm breaking the rules, as we know. Um, But as I was thinking Always about... Unhinged. as I was thinking about my emotions this week it's been two days of the week so far and it's just been like a roller coaster of emotions not just like emotions but like I just feel like there are different narratives happening and I'm starting off and there's just like a lot happening there's busyness and I'm like maybe the person who is frustrated by someone but then maybe I'm also like just feeling like actually optimistic and everything's gonna be fine but then you know like this group of people uh, that I am Mm. for my character of the week this week I 
I am disillusioned very quickly and I'm led to believe uh, that the, that there is scary things out in the universe and that I myself need to take up and help the cause. Uh, and then I soon find out when I get there after not being able to keep time and sing and march at the same time to get there, I realized that this was all just a big misunderstanding and we actually are all living in a fairy tale. And that's right. This week, I am the townspeople from Beauty and <laughs> from the Mob Song. <laughs> yeah, but here's my real reason oh, why I, I picked this. it is I because it. all week, all like last week too, all I could think about was that's too expensive when she sings that at the beginning because she asks how much the eggs are, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if that is not like I am that moment, like I, yeah. I am the townspeople, Relatable. but I'm like specifically that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone yeah. asked me like if I wanted to have eggs and I was like I maybe but like in this economy girl like no true it ain't butter happening. butter being almost ten dollars like what like it's just like this is crazy and that's how I yeah. feel and the townspeople really we should really have a psychological analysis on how the townspeople are doing because all, their entire world was shooketh over four days. So in days. this scenario, is Joe Biden like Bell or? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this the... is just like a representation of America as a whole. So I'm not I sure see. it's like okay. actually the okay. president, but maybe like government yeah. okay. is one of these and, and like people yeah. and p- power yeah. and position. Yeah. I love um, it. And we are the townspeople, in case yeah. that wasn't clear. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Uh, I'm the librarian. I just want to put that out there. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Well, that was incredible i love Wasn't that. that something it was something yeah yeah we did if it. you guys would like to join in on our discussion this week check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on instagram and twitter at theaternerdpod and on a facebook at mm-hmm. theaternerdpodcast thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week look there she comes <laughs>